uh, hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Follow the Jock Doc Podcast on Pinterest. Dr. London loves pinting stuff. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the use of overly complicated medical terminology, such as microcephaly and rough Valentine's Day. So I will try to speak in a more simplified manner in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. hey oh. Hey. So, uh, sorry, Cameron, who's... All right, Shane, you just want to press that button. You want to press that button right there, Shane. Press it. Hold on. Do you just want to press it? Press it harder. Okay. Okay, press it louder. Okay, shake it a little. Okay, no, you. I don't think you're supposed okay, to. Okay, yeah, and that's. I think this is going to be the ultimate audio experience. Okay. Great. Okay, so this, this is a little bit confusing. So Cameron is our producer. Um, that's who was just talking. Uh, Shane, I believe is that Shane Flag. Yeah, it's it is. Me. Yes. Why? So why is Shane here? He he was a previous guest on episode. I want to say 10 or something, and he was talking about uh, climate change being a hoax or a scam or something. Why? So, Shane, why are you here today? Well, you know, I I liked being on the show last time. Uh, It was, you know, a lot of fun. I I always have fun educating people. Um, And so I thought I would just come back and, you know, get a little bit of experience in the podcast realm. Um, I'm kind of looking to start my own someday. So, uh, Cameron was nice enough to allow me to come back and kind of, you know, uh, shadow him. Yeah, Shane and I, we we share a Pinterest account. We do. And so, oh. yeah, we, so we're pinning a lot of the same stuff kind of back and forth. Well, you share and the so, account itself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it, we share the account. Well, I have the password. Um, he has the username, so it takes both of us to log in. Yeah. And so we... It's sort of like, you know, how... Uh, like a nuclear code um, situation. Well, yeah, I was going to say the Coca-Cola recipe, but I think it's along the same lines. Yeah, either or. And so, you know, we're sharing a Pinterest account. I'm seeing that he's pinning all of these things about audio equipment and podcasting and learning how to be sort of a superstar producer intern type. So I thought, what a great opportunity to kind of bring them under our wings. I, Teach them a little bit. I mean, we. I, I that just doesn't sound okay. If, yeah, no, okay, okay, no, that's that's all right, I guess. Um, as long as Shane, you can kind of keep in the background, maybe try not to, you know, uh, I guess disturb too much because really we're we're trying to focus, especially you know with this new year. I guess we're we're well into it now, but trying to focus on educating and teaching. You know, I'm I'm not really one to be uh, held back by a leash, um, so. 
I, I don't really like that feel, but you know, I like being upfront and honest. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you that. So that's kind of how it is with me, but I will wow. respect, I will respect your podcast. So, um, that but shows a ton of integrity. Just remember that I have potential. So just keep that in mind. So Shane has established himself as sort of a very aggressive sound engineer. You know, a lot of sound engineers, uh, a lot of producers but, might kind of sit in the background yeah. while they're like recording an album or something like that. Preferably. Shane has sort of established this kind of new format where, hey, maybe I'm in the mix a little more. Well, yeah, I mean, if you bring me on, you're, you're bringing me on and everything that I'm about, you know, so I'm not going to pretend to be, you know, an intern, even though that's what I mean, what I am, you know. Okay. Oh, well, I guess... I, I guess we'll just have to work with it this time. Um, also with For us sure. is DJ Dylan the host. Dude, this is going to be the ultimate audio experience. Dude, this is going to be the ultimate audio experience. Just remember that I have potential, so just keep that in mind. This is one DJ you don't want to fuck with. Shane, can I get a Wii U? Wii U. Hey, yo. Well, okay, we want to do that every five minutes or so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. It, it helps balance the, the sort of the energy of the podcast. Go ahead, Dr. London. Okay. And I guess maybe Shane will be learning from DJ Dylan as well. I don't, yes. I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, and later Cameron tells me that we can expect, um, a special guest. Uh, that is right. All right. So before we move on, um, I would li- like to address some uh, some listener feedback. So I found this bit of feedback keyed into the side of my car as I left the hospital today. Uh, it says, quote, I don't sew on buttons. That's what Velcro's for. End quote. Uh, so to this listener, first of all, thank you so ah, much. The old, the adage from the old country. Well, I mean, I, it's about velcro i don't know how old country that is oh that's a saying i mean i I, i've heard that saying goes back to socrates i'm not exactly sure i'm not a scientist so i don't know those things but you know it's just sort of uh you know it means why am i gonna sew on a button when there's velcro yeah okay well that that is why go the complicated old school way rather than embracing the new you know you could learn a, a thing or two from these messages scratch in your car, Doctor London. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, maybe I, maybe I could. I in the future, I'd prefer like maybe you just, you know, send it to our like message our social media, send it to our email, any of that. But um, to answer, whoa, 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 I didn't do anything. Don't say you. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I was trying to address the listener, but Shane did. I'm sorry, Shane. Did uh, you don't keep put my this car? on me. No, don't put this on me. I don't even. I don't have a key. I I don't have any keys. That is true. Yeah. Okay. I but, leave my doors unlocked and I ride a bike. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I 
Good, then. There's no lock on the bike. Yeah, there's no lock on the bike, no locks on the doors. I took them off. You know, I like oh. the idea of uh, just kind of being more open. I really like the that kind of vibe, you know. And if somebody wants something, well, they can come in and get it, and then they have to put it back, though. That's my rules. I, I put the, the rules on a sign next to my door. Shane saw an, Shane saw an open concept house. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's very little space uh, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, walls blocking off the areas between the kitchen and the living room and whatnot. And he said, how do I make that my lifestyle? Well, and I think, and- the, I think the biggest thing was um, when I was a kid, I went with my parents to look for a house to buy. And like a lot of the houses that we looked at, it said open house. And like there's just people in there and like you could just walk in and, you know, I don't know whoever owned it and lived there or whatever. They were just, you know, hanging out with all these strangers. So I thought that was pretty cool, and that always stuck with me. So yeah, I really like really that. Powerful. Yeah, I really like the open house concept. Well, I think. And you say when you were a kid, how long ago was that? Oh, just the typical length, you know, from adult to kid. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Wait, you went from very, adult very to typical. kid? Well, no, I mean, although when I was a kid, people, you know, based on my my knowledge and my wit, you know, people thought I was more like an adult, so I guess in a way you could say that, but no, I was, you know, just a kid to an adult, and Benjamin Button okay. or something, you know. Right, right. Okay. Uh, well, so I guess to that listener, my answer would be that my understanding is that both Velcro and Buttons have their potential, sp- their places in a given person's outfit and attire. Right. So with that the, in mind. The Buttons was- go on cool people, and the Velcro goes on nerds. Oh. Okay. Ah, but what about swimsuits? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so nerds, cool people, and swimsuits. Those three yes. categories. Yeah. That's okay. kind of the Venn diagram well, meets right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, with, with all those things in mind, I myself would tend to lead more towards buttons because I actually dislike the sound of Velcro. Like that, the sound that it makes. But to each their own. Uh, to this listener, thank you, and we look forward to hearing from you again. Uh, now for a tale from surgery. And Cameron, before I share this, I, I have heard your complaints before at maybe I seem to poke fun at patients too much. Uh, okay. But this anecdote, I feel like this is a little bit more to your liking. So, okay, great. Yeah, so we had a patient who apparently um, they had run through a plate glass window head first. And, you know, unlike in sort of the movies and comedy things that you may have seen uh it you know instead of it being funny it just sliced through his forehead and it was oh, okay that's pretty good though well it, it was quite it was a lot of blood uh but in any case oh how much i i'm not sure how I, much is it okay well so it happened with like an emt there i wasn't actually on the scene with it but in any case so that patient was brought in and you know, getting the uh, the local anesthesia, the injections in the head with needles. Oh my gosh! And so he was oh, obviously dude. in a lot of pain. Oh. However, he suddenly shifted positions slightly and said, "This stuff goes right through me." And then he flatulated, which is uh, more commonly known as farting. So uh. he, he farted right there. And said, oh, that is stinky! Said the stuff goes right through me. And so, as you can imagine, it had all of us laughing. We had to 
take a moment to get our laughs out before once again sticking needles into the patient's head. That's disgusting. The laughter? No, the other, the butt stuff you're talking about. That's gross. The flatulence. And unsanitary. This is supposed to be a hospital? Well, it's, you can't always control what a patient does. When I go to the hospital for my weekly ear cleaning, I'm dealing with these doctors who are being flatulated all over. Dr. London, this is disgusting. The other stuff you were saying was hilarious. The running through the the glass window and cutting up his face, being put under. No, that... That sounds good. To me, that didn't sound so good. But this other stuff is so, ugh. And, oh, it's so immature coming from you. I thought this was a show for adults. Okay. And, you know, we tried to. I just thought that would be, that's not, that's the patient was making the joke, not us. I thought that would be yeah, more to your liking. That's your kind of humor, I guess, is that kind of disgusting, you know, giving people yeah. a reason to a reason to question the entire medical field. Why uh, go to the hospital if we're not going to deal with actual professionals? But, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, now for today's medical topic, deep venous thrombosis. Deep venous thrombosis is when a person develops a blood clot in one of the deep veins of the leg. It is associated with a hypercoagulable state, venous stasis, which means a slowing down of blood flow in the veins, um, and endothelial injury, or injury to the wall of the blood vessel. Uh, Clinically, it can present without symptoms, so asymptomatically, or with lower extremity pain and swelling, um, and maybe with a palpable cord at the location of the vein, or it can even just present with fever. Um, It is also highly associated with pulmonary embolism, so patients can present with shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, as well as other serious breathing and cardiac complications. Treatment depends on the complications, but generally... Uh, with deep venous thrombosis, also known as just DVT. Um, the yeah, focus... yeah, DVT. That's what I, I was. I was hoping that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I, on the streets, we know it as DVT, but you know, yeah, and if you're in you medical wanna... school and all that. They teach you the like flucy word for it, but yeah. And Shane, you just want to press that button right there. Yeah. Okay. Ow! You want to press that button right over there. And then do you see that target on the wall? You want to hit, you want to throw the ball and hit that target if you can. How, how hard? Uh, just as hard as you would need to get it to reach the target. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, go ahead, Dr. London. Uh, is that how to do the sound? It's how to get sort of the optimal. Oh, we're. this is a new sort of thing called 3D sound. It's sort of a newer technology. You mean uh, they're kind like of... stereo or no 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 this is separate 3D. from stereo this is 3d sound it's uh actually dynamic in the sense that it is able to calculate sort of the objects in the room and then the sound it puts out factors that in so when it reaches your ear it's more specific than your normal like surround sound and it actually new technology it, it actually um, should be but, called 4D, but the reason they call it 3D is because we already have this perception that sound is in 3D, when actually it's just in 2D. Um, but it, 3D sound should be called 4D because what we're actually dealing with is is um, the material of space-time is being 
is part of this now. So that's that's how the 3D sound works. It's like if wow. you have a drawing on a piece of paper um, versus, you know, the real 3D version of it. Imagine that, but sound making it 4D. Huh? And also 4D, I think, is mostly associated with the uh, 4D SpongeBob uh, roller coaster ride. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's not That's really a roller coaster same, same ride. Kind it's of more thing. like one of those theaters where the seats move around. Right, right, right. But, but the, uh, sound, the sound is in 4D. That's the new thing there. See? Yep. But And so scientists are really, really investigating um, this sort of s- insane technological breakthrough um, that's been discovered in the SpongeBob 4D Six Flags ride. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, you know, uh, a lot of people think, you know, the entertainment industry is just, you know, um, just a bunch of rubbish. It's not, you know, it's not going to help the scientific community. But lo and behold, you know, every once in a while, they really hit it out of the park. And I think SpongeBob did that with the 4D Yeah, our greatest, our greatest science or our greatest, uh, really not even our scientists, our archaeologists are pouring over this 4D Six Flags experience and seeing what kind of natural miracles they can they can conjure up you know what what are these things these inexplainable things that we can sort of tap into and learn about the our own human experience through it uh, right okay well and that seems like a good point well just to finish up here so treatment depends on the complications but generally uh with a deep venous thrombosis or dvt um it's generally focused towards breaking up the clot in patients with massive pulmonary embolism um, they also focus on anticoagulation to prevent clots from developing further, and also they potentially stent, um, use stent placements as well. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to make sure that we, we, we uh, you know, give the listeners what they're really here for, which is that medical lesson. Yeah, if they uh-huh. want misinformation. And, then, and, and Shane, can I get a, a really high-pitched noise uh, just to calibrate the, uh, the treble? Yeah, yeah, the electronics aren't ready, but here... There we go. Okay. Okay. And now give me a low. Give me a. Give me a low. Give me the low. There it is. Okay. Okay. It's I think as we're low good. as I could go. Oh, you're ready to start now. Oh well, then give me a whoop whoop. Oh, whoop whoop. There we yeah. go. Okay. I guess. Uh, I guess we can. We can move on from there then. All right, Cameron. You said that we had a we have a guest today. Is it is we the guest, do, Doctor London? We is the guest couple. Shane or? Well, Shane is not a guest. Shane is sort of. Um, I work not here an employee. now. He's more of a guru. I like that. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And, and a uh, savant, really. He's more of a savanti style guru. Okay. Our guests are our guests. Say hi to our guests. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. That's hi. us. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Dr. London Smith. Com. This is uh, producer Cameron, and Howdy. this is uh, this is Shane. Uh, Shane Flag. His hey. I guess lovely to meet you all. Yeah. What were your names? Especially you, Shane. Uh, yeah, so I yeah, am man. a guru. I my name is Bill, and uh, and here we have a shaman, Danny. Hi. Uh, so we're from uh, we we are from another podcast. We're from Escape This Podcast. Oh. Uh, and so yeah, and look, we we figured we'd come on because we have a uh, fairly appropriate thing for you, Doctor London. Okay. Uh, I'm sure that that Cameron and Shane can help, but uh, we have a, uh, a fun scenario that we want to lock you in and not let you out until you solve all of our fiendish puzzles. Okay. 
I mean, Cameron has within the podcast kidnapped me before and put me into an unknown place. And I oh great! So this will work great. You've got experience. I yeah. te- doc, technically, Doctor Lennon, I can sort of explain this to you a little bit. Uh, I, so I I had met Bill and Danny uh, down the street at a barbecue, by okay. which I mean I was cooking over a trash can, and right. they came up and asked me to stop that because of the smell. So they told me about this really cool idea. Uh, it sounded a lot like Saw, like the movie Saw. Okay, and uh-huh. I thought that would be kind of cool to do on the podcast. I. Okay, I didn't see the movie Saw, but that was a, a horror film, correct? Like a gory... Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, well, I guess hopefully it doesn't turn bad. Okay, well, hello to uh, to our guests. Uh, Bill and Danny, was it? Yes, so look, generally the Saw thing is pretty accurate, uh, but we figured today we'd try something slightly different. Okay. Uh, we've actually developed a bit of experimental technology, or at least we know the person who did, mm. uh, which will allow you to uh, really experience medicine in a much more hands-on way. And we thought, who else other than Dr. London would really appreciate getting real nitty-gritty with the world of human physiology and medicine? Okay. And so we couldn't really pass up the opportunity. That sounds great, yeah. So any moment now, you'll see the uh, black vans approaching your residence. Okay. Yeah, just... Yeah, it's okay, you can trust them. Just go on, go on. Head no, on don't in. worry, just look out. Wait, look. Okay. Just look, we'll, we'll, I'll give, I'm on the phone with him. Uh, Max, just wave. Wait, see the guy waving? That's yeah. the car. Yeah, just okay. wave back. Yeah. Okay, waving. Tinted windows, that's fine. You are can't these, see inside. Are these different people okay, than stop usual? stop waving now. You'll, you'll spook him. Yeah. <laughs> if you keep waving, he'll, he'll drive away. Okay. You need to get into the van now. Hands are down now. Do I? So I walk towards him then. Just walk towards oh, him. Oh, please. In the car. Hands at your okay. side. All right. Now sack turn. On head. Go backwards. Okay. Everyone's got their sack Max on their head. Max will put a sack on your head. Ow! Exactly. Okay. I don't I don't like it. I kind of like it. There you go. Okay, that's the spirit. Yeah, this is Cameron's nightly routine. All right, you in the car? Yeah, yeah. I think I. it's hard to see, honestly, but yes, I think so. All right, that's okay. I think that our main contact is going to be in there with you, so she'll start talking any moment now. She'll <laughs> she'll give you the proper explanation. Huh. Hello, Doctor. Hello. Uh, I don't know if you recognize my voice or not. I'm Dr. Kendra Sevilla. Oh, hello. Uh, you may have heard you may have heard my name, obviously. I'm quite high up in the employee of the government. Right. Yeah, I think I've seen you speak at conferences. <laughs> Of course, but my current work is quite hush-hush. So, you understand the need for secrecy and the bags over your heads. Well, I guess just keep explaining, because I know is the answer there. I I get the bags uh, on the heads. Why'd you have to put our feet in, like, a wet bucket? That just seemed unnecessary, and it's cold. Poke some holes in the bag? No, that's that's a fish bath. That was a favor. They're going to eat away the dead skin on your feet. It's a big oh. cleansing thing. Okay, mine just has. Don't nice. worry about it. So mine just has coral. His has fish. Uh, but... money's tight. Okay. Let me be blunt. Medicine is no longer as simple as it was in the old days, and neither is spying. It's been a long time since it was just men in trench coats and dark glasses. Obviously, we still like the old ways, but not all of our enemies do. Now it's all about technology. It's all hacking mainframes, Trojans, malware, all of those words. 
and it's not just your computers that can get targeted. Well, sorry to interrupt, but I, I do know some men with trench coats and dark glasses who are into spying, but I don't think it's the kind of spying you're talking about. Mm, yes, I've heard about those. Anyway, go ahead. Now, I don't have any nice way to put this. We have been compromised. We're not about to be compromised. We have been Wait, compromised. Already? Someone has gotten in. I don't know how much information they've stolen already, but they have at their disposal every assignment that we have ever been involved with. If and when they choose, they can take every piece of top secret medical research and destroy the future of not only our team, but possibly the health of our country. That, that doesn't sound good. And what country is that? All of them. Now, here's the thing. They didn't get their information off of our computers because obviously we have top secret security on those. This is far more complex. They got the information from me. I, I didn't give it to them willingly. Like you talking I didn't give it to them at all. Well, they're taking it from me. They've put something inside me, some sort of destructive nanobot. I can see it on scans, moving around inside my body, trying to work its way to my brain where it wants to steal everything I know. Then I believe it plans oh. to kill me. Is that, the, is that why you look the way you look? I told you, you should have made the bags less see-through. Yeah, they're really, I don't know why the bags were made into a big deal, because it's really just more like a mesh, sort of like a laundry basket type of mesh bag. I told it's you, money's it's, tight. Yeah, it's just like a basketball hoop, really. Well, I, I, I don't know. It's fashionable as hell. If you chew on it a little bit, it tastes pretty good. Like, I've already eaten mine off. Yeah, this is kind of a positive experience for me so far. Thank you, doctor. The cars keep traveling, and eventually you wind up at a very black site medical security-looking place. You know, medical security. That's the words I wanted. Yeah, okay. And you step out. You are escorted in past several security checkpoints. And Dr. Sevilla leaves you for a moment. And when she comes back, she's not wearing a lab coat, but a hospital gown. Are you guys hearing this narration, or is this just, am I thinking this? I think it's the 40 sound thing. Okay, good. Okay, we're good. All right. So, Doctor and friends, uh, I don't know if here's friends, what we're going to do. But... I'm going to anesthetize myself and shrink you down to microscopic size. And then through a special opening in my eye, you will travel to my brain and find the nanobot and destroy it. But please don't destroy anything important. I haven't had time since finding all this out to properly record everything I know. Uh, if I die before getting that chance, we'll lose years of progress so can we figure out what's important first like do you care about the part of your brain that like knows how to paint and like those memories of childhood that were just heartbreaking yeah your current memory like you're going through a drive-through and you know you already know what you want well, and so you don't really yeah, have to I, look I'm, at the menu yeah i mean save my favorite okay the quadruple quarter pounder from schwanky's grease pit this is just like a advertising for Schwanky's Grease Pit Inception moment. They're going to get in there and insert yeah. the memories of your favorite Schwanky's Grease Pit foods. Yeah, oh, which don't make guess, me choose. does bring us to the next part. Can we implant things too, along with destroying? We don't have that technology. Yeah, only our enemies can implant things. We okay. haven't figured that out yet. Huh. <laughs> haven't figured All that right, out. All so right, okay. As, as you'll come in, uh, I'm going to get this done. Please just... Uh, take a look around. You'll see that 
Uh, this is the medical table, the operating table that I'll be lying on. There's a panel of medical equipment right here beside me. Right. Um, I've got a bright light shining from the ceiling down on my face. And uh, let's just, all right, get this anesthesia going. Mm-hmm. And that's just for and the, if you, the bright if you light's step just for the, the Insta, right? You're putting this on Insta Live? Well. Well, like all good spies would. Yeah, it's we, like the it's special, like the Kim Kardashian mirror, one. you know, where it points all the light directly on you and and beautifies everything. All right, so if you just head into that uh, that uh, dome sort of area over there, that's the special resizing chamber, Ooh. and there'll be a vessel in there waiting for you. Now, so does you... it? Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of a private question, but it does. It resizes all of us, or like no parts. It's not going to be disproportional. We oh everything okay, okay. is under control. Okay, good. Um, I mean, before we before we kind of set off on this this voyage, and you know, you're being put down on a table. Do you want me to like put on some music or anything? Uh, I mean, I'm just um. Oh, the anesthetics. Oh, oh, that is nice. <laughs> well, it was uh, and. Pretty soon she's fallen asleep. All right, we ready? Okay, let's go in. You head into the resizing chamber, and the door automatically shuts behind you and starts doing a countdown, and you and the vessel that is in there with you get smaller, smaller, until everything in the room is so huge you can't make out forms or features. All right, you hop into the vessel... And being expert pilots as well as doctors that you are, mm-hmm. you fly into it. You follow a marked path that goes up to a long tube right. all the way across the room. And it finishes up at Dr. Sevilla's eye through a specially made hole that leads you straight into the pupil. Oh. So you have a go. You fly through the eye. Oh, right. Gunky. Look, cones. Like you, you've really got to make use of those windscreen wipers. Mm-hmm. Oh. You. Yeah, why? I feel like there's so many bugs in here. This is what happens when you actively make a hole in the cornea. True. They do taste okay, though. You fly through, you go past the past or through the optic nerve. It's a bit hard to tell at this magnification. Right. But you end up inside a stream of capillaries and things like that. And you're wondering. Occasionally, you reach points where it's too narrow even for your tiny vessel to get through. But eventually, you reach something. You stare at your surroundings and you find yourself at an enormous organ that is twitching with electrical impulses that are flying everywhere. This is the brain. Okay. Because Cameron has something like this at his house. Yeah, when you say large pulsing thing with electrical impulses, that's kind of like, I mean... The rig you have. To call it a rig and not just sort of a series of extension cords that are plugged into one another sort of in a constant loop that's i I call it a perpetual motion machine but i don't know what that means so i don't know if that's an accurate descriptor i'm sorry anyway so the what what are we looking at this is without a doubt the brain and there's no nanobot here it hasn't reached the brain yet it hasn't stolen any information oh job is done now there are special suits that you can wear inside this vessel if you want to get out and take a look. And as you do so, a buzz comes from your pocket. But why are they... That's your phone. The suits, I don't think they needed to be Gucci. That seems like an unnecessary expense. I'm not complaining. They look, I mean, they look fly as hell. 
Well, the thing is, Gucci actually works for the government as well. They get a special deal. It's actually the, the cheapest brand. That's what the G in Gucci stands for. Mm-hmm. Government. That's right. Government under... Um, uh, gover- contraband. Con- contraband. Custom. Custom. I mean, these are words that start with those letters. <laughs> government under contraband custom international? Yes. This is what Gucci stands for. That's what that makes so much sense. I well, we we were coming sure together now. now. I guess. I mean, I knew. I had a feeling at least. Okay, so put on this. Do I zip it up to the neck or all the way to the chin? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, can you zip me up, Doctor London? Wait, your neck and your chin aren't in the same place. Oh, that's gonna be weird. Oh yeah, yours goes up the side, huh, Cameron? Yeah, thank you. Hmm. Why does it have such a, like a swooping neckline? Because you never know who you're going to meet in here. Yeah, I guess that's true. Anyway, you feel a buzz come from your pocket. It's your very own phone. There is an app that is just, you know, a regular Bluetooth using app, but it's opened up on all on its own. Who and it looks this? a bit different than usual. Yes, it's very interesting. Maybe maybe it was taken out of your pocket on the car trip. <sighs> Okay. But anyway, My there's a big says alert. Set up SIM card. Well, the ones that are currently working all okay, have yeah, one no, that, big that alert mine. message on screen. I've got it. It says attached to sync. There's I don't see a sink in here. Mm. Like, am I supposed to pour water on it? No, oh, I'm sorry. That's S Y N C. Okay, okay. Synchronization. Yes, okay. Okay, do I so do I plug it into the uh pulsating mass here? It's a bit odd, but that seems to be what you're supposed to do and you as you press your phone up against some brain, uh a signal seems to shoot through it. The phone goes wild and suddenly this app is showing you a diagram of a body. Whoa. Dr. Sevilla's body. It's highlighting several areas, and a key on the bottom tells you that those highlighted spots are high chance of damage. Perhaps that means the nanobot has been to those places. You see on the diagram the heart, the large intestine, the spinal cord, a lung, a kidney, the gallbladder, and a lymph node. Dr. London, these are all the things that you talk about on the podcast. Yeah, it's an odd connection here. So is the lymph node, the heart, the kidneys, the lungs gallbladder yes okay the heart and the large intestine the spinal cord did we get that one a spinal cord as well yep a lung a kidney gallbladder and lymph node you also see the stomach but it's highlighted in a different color and the key tells you that this means direct path obstructed and what color is that, that means uh oh that's gunky brown okay good okay the gunky i had Okay. Mm, so perhaps you can't travel straight there if the direct path is obstructed. But now that you've made it this far, you essentially have a map. So getting to the others all looks pretty straightforward if you would like to. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I'm just, I don't really know much about medicine, Dr. Lennon. I know you've been sort of trying to teach me and guide me from this podcast, but I'm on my phone most of the time. You know that. You see me. Yeah. So you, you really look up. You have, you, you, you're, you're, you you got to be in charge here a little bit, right, Dr. London? You're the only right, one who right. knows this okay. stuff. How to get to this nanobot? Or no, I guess 
where the nanobot is. Where the nanobot is. How to block the nanobot from reaching the brain. How to fight a nanobot. And then how to implant memories as well. How to ride the nanobot. Is it like a horse? With us being this size, you know, it could be, I mean... It, it could be monstrous to us, so we better uh, be careful when we find it, you know. And we, and we never know what those things are capable of, uh, if they have, you know, um, any kind of AI capabilities, which I'm sure mm-hmm. they do. Haley Joel Osment. Right. Okay, so I guess we the next step would be to, do we hop back in the bus? Is that the way? We have a list of places now that are high chance of damage. Okay, yeah. to get to them. Okay, a list of choices. Where would you like to go? I would like to go... So I think, in general, we want to start to um, go to the main spot, right? The heart. Because then, if we follow the blood from the heart, that'll take us to uh, everything. Including, let's say, the the kidneys, the which is where you know urine is filtered. And then it goes from there to the the bladder, which is where Shane great, really needs great to Great start, great start. Yeah, that's that would be terrific if we could just yeah let's go to the heart let's just pass through quickly you know let's see the sights okay move on okay so let's head to the heart you have never seen a heart from this perspective before not even once but even you can tell that this is not right it well the only word you can come up for what you see is that it looks like some of the heart is shedding there's a strange layer of dark cells caked around the ventricles and they're steadily being cast off and are floating around towards you. Did the nanobot do this? Taking a look at one of these weird cells, you see it's of a size that would fit in the palm of your hand and it's shaped like a very deep cup. Can I adopt one of the cells as sort of a pet? It, it would give you no greater pleasure. In fact, why stop at one? Okay, yeah. yeah so can we resize money. them when we come back? Hmm. So I want to I want to adopt a couple cells and I want to take a couple uh I want to take a couple more not for adoption purposes but for their meat. Right, resize those those could be real good. Dumb. Add them to your inventory. Yeah, very tasty. rare. Yeah, admittedly it yeah, the the myocardium is myo, that means that means muscle. Okay, uh, so I'm going to get two cell pets, two cells for meat. Let's name the pets real quick. Uh, Don't Dr. confuse London, them. You get a name. Okay. Uh, how about uh, Chunkler? Okay, Chunkler. Shane, can you name one? Clot. Bob? Bot. Bot, okay. Okay. It it sounds a lot like Nanobot, which could be confusing later, but I guess we'll just hold or on maybe to that. It, or maybe it's just the secret twist ending. Hmm... Okay, so it's Chunkler and Bot. Yes. We have that established. Uh, in terms of these, I guess I'm wondering, okay, the approach here. So these dead cells are breaking off from the inside of the ventricle. Mm. What that tells me is that there's not enough oxygen flow. Okay. Okay. So the way, I mean, can we can we scrape off further? Do we see anything around that could maybe... Um, be a direct cause of this or is it gone now it's no it's awfully hard to tell you're not really at the best angle for a proper medical examination right okay yeah see that is the issue for me is i'm used to being at a much different angle and Mm. uh, slightly larger than i am now 
Uh, um, well, can we? Yeah. This look is a at learning the, process. Can we look at the heart from a different vantage point, or go deeper into the heart? I'm not sure. This is about all that you'd be willing to risk without okay. doing any actual damage to it, more than well, how it's already been damaged. What if we don't care about the damage we cause? Then that's unfortunate because then you won't get paid. Uh, oh, there's a okay. paycheck here. Okay, well then. Uh, oh no! Uh, 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 don't tell Doctor London about the paycheck. I know that I'm a. I know that I'm just an intern, but I better be getting paid because this is more dangerous than I thought. Plus, I really got to pee. Yeah, no, Shane. Shane, you and I are going to get paid. Dr. London thinks this is, this is like a volunteer thing. Oh, yeah, well, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a volunteer thing. Oh, yeah, so no paychecks. <clears throat> okay, so um, I guess next we can, we can move on maybe to the kidney. Since... All right, the left kidney is the one that's noted on your phone's diagram. Okay. So you are you can definitely speed off there. And right away, you can tell that there is something wrong. You know what the function of the kidneys is. You've already gone through that filtering blood, getting all the waste and extra stuff mm -hmm. out. But that doesn't seem to be working. Something, presumably the nanobot, has infected the blood in this kidney so thoroughly that it's unable to filter. Dark, foul-looking blood is swirling around, leaving a tainted mark on everything it touches. Whoa. You'd have thought the body's natural immune defenses would have been able to deal with a problem like this, but evidently not. They're too weak. Mm. Well, well when, the, uh, when, when the blood is dark, um, it can mean a lot of things, but I know, uh, you know, once again, when I was a kid, um, I had to go to the hospital because I had eaten 17 sharpie markers um, mm -hmm. just the inside of them you know and uh my kidneys yeah, were very black they they had to take a look and they said that the inside of my kidneys was black so i know that's one possibility um, we can't rule it out right it could be ink um so dr severe might have swallowed a lot of ink it could that is definitely a possibility and what when about... you say, wait, sorry, Dr. London, when you say uh, left kidney, do you mean my left or stage left? And what is stage left? Both. Stage left, which is your left, ironically enough. Oh, okay. Ironically. Perfect. It's but are you, that you on, are on sta stage? Yeah, yeah. Yes. But, but if you're not on stage, your stage left is not the same as my stage left. Yes, but all the world's a stage. So oh. you'll be fine. So every left is technically stage left. Yes. Yep, that's it. Okay. Uh, you've solved, you've cracked the code. Yeah, wow. Shane, so you are, think they're real cool, but it's easy. Shane, you are dancing around a lot. So you see where the ghost tries to go through a filter there, and the the um it becomes clear. You can probably pee in that little hole there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. So just yeah, with all the just other the stuff right that's size. going on in here, no one will ever notice. Yeah. What yeah. the kidneys are for. Okay. Okay. So uh, you're finding relief, but so it sounds like we need to move on from here as well because really the damage has already been done and it's already on its way. So and now well, just did Dr. a little Lennon, more damage. What do you think happened here? Well, it looks from what I'm guessing, all the the taint and everything going through it, something was working on maybe even the inside of the blood vessels, possibly, but it's leaving this this taint behind. So usually for something to do that. It would have to be within the blood, and then because the blood flow is passing through, everything from the blood would be, you know, leaving that mark. So, it's leaving a taint behind? I, that's the word used, I believe, yeah. Okay. You yeah. Know, a little darker. Uh, 
I yes, attained. All right. I guess from here we could go to uh, maybe the spinal cord. That's pretty close by. That's where the real magic happens. You steer your vessel along the vertebrae and come to a stop at the point highlighted by your phone. Shielded by the vertebra and spinal disc and a little tangle of nerves. And then you've got the spinal cord itself on the very, very inside of all that. It's a stretch, but there are two gaps that you could potentially reach an arm through to touch the spinal cord. One on the left, one on the right. Okay. I mean, I'd be afraid of damaging. Well, I've always wanted to touch a spinal cord. Do you want to reach... Do you want to reach for the right? I reach for the left, and then we just kind of like give it, give it a shake. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. You reach in, both of you, and you give it a nudge, and nothing happens. The spinal cord doesn't seem to respond to your touch, even if you grab onto it as best you can and try to give it a shake. Apparently, it needs something with a bit more oomph behind it to make it feel it. I've got to say, this is a bad sign. Her spinal cord could be dead. That might be part of the problem. That might be why she's asleep. Oh, yeah. I think it was the the anesthesia that made her go to sleep. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little of both. Right. Okay. So it needs a bigger kick. That's the problem. Um, Now, I don't know if- How fast does this bus go? What was that? Like, can we smash the bus into it? I think the vertebrae might smash your bus before you can smash the cord. It can't fit through? Is that the problem? Yeah. I mean, the bus can't. Yeah, the vertebrae are strong as hell. Let's at least try honking for a second. Okay. Shane, can you honk a little bit? Yeah. Okay, I'm not seeing anything. It ignores you. You know how like a a high-pitched sound can break a glass, like blowing a trumpet at a glass? I think that's a, you know... That was a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm I'm not seeing much happening here. And I don't know if we... Do we have any supplies with us that might smash it, or should we just move on from this? I brought some gum. Uh, that can fix it after be, we hit it. That seems to be a solution for a different problem. It's just like zebra. Bad breath. The, like, zebra gum. Mm. Oh. Yeah, and your breath is. Oh, that is. No, I mean, it's, it's, okay. it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean no, it's you not might like a minty gum. Around. It's just it's more like bubble gum, so it's not going to help my breath at all. If anything, it's just going to make it stink like bubble gum. Incidentally, did Doctor Severe mention how long this shrinking lasts? I don't think so. Yeah, I was kind of like, I don't know. I kind of zoned out after a while, and I was really grooving out to apologize by One Republic when that kicked on. Hmm. Well, well but, now that you now that the thought has crossed your mind, you're just sort of looking down at your hands, and you swear that you, it, it might totally be in your head, but you think your hands are getting bigger. Finally, no, you, you don't want to get stuck in here if if it wears off. That'll uh, be if it wears kaboom. off fast enough, then we'll be okay. Okay, so it sounds like we need to do something about this uh so i guess we just need to move on really so let's go ahead and move on to the large intestine from here you fly your vessel down the marked path to the large intestine and as you arrive at the spot indicated on your phone ooh, you find you can't quite get all the way there the path is um clogged up maybe it's because of the nanobot you hope it's because of the nanobot 
But the body is supposed to sweep this stuff away, but it's as if that's switched off. As far as you can detect, there is no peristalsis happening here. And for our listeners, peristalsis is the body's, uh, for the digestive tracts, the natural squeezing motion that pushes food through, you know, in the proper direction from the, the mouth to the anus. Yeah, the um, fart maker. Right. Uh, so, okay, so it looks like this path is blocked. So maybe we should try the gallbladder if we can, if, that, if there's a possible way to go to that. Hmm. Okay, so you skim through the body at breakneck speed. The gallbladder is pretty far away from where you are right now, so you have to travel a bit faster than would otherwise be recommended. You see your opening, you zoom towards it, and... Oh, you missed. But you did make it into the gallbladder um, via the gaping hole that you just created. That sounds right. Yeah, uh... Okay. okay, so the Again, the I want to stress, I don't care about the damage that we caused. Well, the gallbladder, yeah, it holds bile that flows into the stomach when it's needed. And that hole that you've made, that's just sent it into overdrive. The whole organ is spasming. It's shooting bile all over the place, down to the stomach, out the hole into the rest of the body. This is a disaster. Now, the gallbladder could be a great long-winded detour to the stomach, but you won't be able to make it there until you fix this hole and this flooding issue. And Dr. Sevilla's life may well depend on this. So uh, can we look around for anything in the area that could that could help us to plug this up or any, um, any way to There's stitch it up? absolutely nothing. All you've got is this huge, towering flood of bile that's going everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't seem good. And I guess the buckets would only hold so much. Okay. Can um, I call my mom? I miss her. No, I... Oh, the res- yeah, reception is very strange down here. You still okay. got to set up your SIM card. Yeah, the SIM card. Oh, yeah, oh, the true. SIM card thing still. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I would like to go through here uh, to the stomach, but since we don't really know of a way to patch this up, can we just ditch this and go to the lymph node? Yep, you again, obviously this is going to need to be a very fast journey now because things are going more and more wrong by the minute. Okay. But yes, the lymph node, that makes sense. Uh, there'll be white blood cells there. That should be able to destroy something invasive like a nanobot, maybe fix some of the other problems that are going on. In fact, you're surprised that they haven't been released into the body already. Okay, I shoot, I shoot a, blo- a white blood cell with the gun that I brought. Whoa. Okay. Well... Now- Actually, when you reach this lymph node that you're after, you can see exactly what the problem is. The nanobot has definitely been here because you can see the white blood cells, but they are trapped by some sort of barred metal barricade. And that's how the nanobot survived so long. It's been putting obstacles in the paths of the white blood cells that could kill it. And without white blood cells, Dr. Severe is obviously on a fast track to death. Frantically, you search around for some way to remove the barricade, and on the side of it, you find what you think is a lever. But when you pull on it, it comes all the way off. You examine it, and it reminds you a bit of a balloon pump. Perhaps it was a piece of the nanobot. Perhaps the white blood cells managed to tear a piece off it before it barricaded them in. Okay. Hmm. Managed to tear a piece off of it. So, can I, can I try pumping this thing? Well, the barricade is just metal, so there's nowhere to stick it in. To plug that thing in. Okay. Mm. All right. So, so we've, we've got a piece of it. We just need to find the the thing that the lever goes into, obviously. Okay. 
Um, and I'm guessing, I'm guessing, does that open the the metal barricades? Is it like a gate type situation, maybe that he's holding back the blood you'd, cells with? You'd think so. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any way that you can see to actually open this barricade. Right. It doesn't look like. Yeah, you thought it was a lever for the barricade, but it doesn't seem to actually have any connection to it whatsoever. Oh, okay. I'm usually good at thinking. Just now. Yeah. Oh God. I dropped the gun. It shot Chunkler. Chunkler. Oh, Chunkler. My baby Chunkler. Oh, my God. He's bleeding out. It's not like he can bleed anymore. Yeah, it's not really doing anything. I I also don't really care. I didn't really form any emotional bond with it, but... His cup shape is slightly ruined. Droopier. Yeah. If you were to try and fill his cup shape now, it would just leak through the bullet hole. Mm. Okay. Nothing's uglier than a deformed blood cell. <laughs> Nothing more sad. No, you've still got three good ones. Yeah. Okay. So we have these barriers to get through to to somehow tear down. We have a gallbladder that's torn open, and we have a large intestine that we can't access except through that pathway. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, when you said when you said that Doctor Severe didn't look so great. It's fair enough. It's very true. <laughs> okay. So let's all put our minds together here. How can we tear down this barrier so that these white blood cells can get to work? Well, you know, I think like the best way to tear down a barrier is to just let more women have a say in the Academy voting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, while I see that as being important right now, I think maybe the pressing issue would be more of a physical oh the physical barrier okay yeah 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 okay okay so i guess we're all on the same page then with not having many ideas here okay so where do we think that this uh metal thing could fit um remembering it reminded you of a balloon pump balloon mm. pump let's see the lungs are are balloonish we haven't huh. seen the we haven't seen the lungs haven't... yet. Um, no. So I guess I had we forgotten could... about the lungs. Yeah, it's easy to forget. I mean, breathing's involuntary, so a lot of people forget they're even there. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and go to the lungs. I'm kind of curious anyway. I've never been inside of a lung as opposed to all these other organs. Hmm. Yeah, the rest are old news now. You sail off towards the right lung as marked on your phone, and when you get in there, everything at first seems normal. The walls are made of porous, sponge-like tissue that inflates and deflates slightly with each of Dr. Sevier's sleeping breaths. However, as you explore further, you spot a far corner that looks like it's collapsed. It isn't inflating, and if you push against it, you nudge it, it feels unusually solid, like there's something stuck in there. But spongy though the wall is, it's too heavy for you to simply push aside. It's a literal ton of uninflated balloon. Hmm. And this would be so easy if I was big again. Just a little bit bigger. Yeah. Well, first things first, I want to bury Chunkler. Do you want to use this, uh, it, well, it looks kind of like a balloon thing, but this lever that we had, use it as a shovel? Yeah. Yeah. Digging the mucus Ouch. down there. Ouch. Ouch. Well, don't whip him. All right. As it reminded you of a balloon pump, perhaps shoveling isn't its intended purpose. Yeah, we just figured it could also be used for that. Okay, so maybe we can find a spot for this balloon pump looking thing. 
Yep, you can just stick it right in there, right into that spongy okay. lung tissue. Okay. Yeah, just stick it in there. Okay, here yep. we go. And that lung tissue expands, and as it does, you can see further inside and actually see what's been destroying it. You have come face to face with the nanobot. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, for something called nano, it's it's not nano compared to you right now. It's like a big robotic tick. Its legs are firmly implanted into the wall of the lung, and there's some kind of proboscis stabbing into it, injecting poison perhaps. But like it knows you're there, it brings out two of its legs and holds them in front of itself like a pair of arms ready to box you. Come on, come on, hey, I get you, see? Put them up, put them up. You try to negotiate with it, and it just keeps talking in that voice. Oh, no. Yeah, see? Put them up. Put them up. Okay. He's saying put them up, put them up. Okay, well, maybe he's talking about your gun, Cameron. Punch, punch, punch. Oh, punch. okay. Yeah, I shoot it. Punch, punch. Oh, it's metal, and the bullet just ricochets right and, off. And I, when he said <laughs> put him up, I meant, you know, surrender the gun, not shoot him. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I sacrificed the gun. Okay. It absorbs the gun into its body. Oh, no, 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 no. we've given it firepower. That was a terrible decision, Dr. London. It's like yeah. that scene in The Mask. You know, timely reference, The Mask. Right, so so here we have a difference, though. The downside is that we're looking at a monster. Sorry, I, I shouldn't say that with it there. I'm sure it's a nice, in its own world, maybe it's not a monster, but for us it really seems like one. In any case, we've inflated the lungs at this point, which means there should be some oxygen flowing. So some of those previous problems that we saw might be gone at this point. It continues to wave its boxing arms at you. I'm going to get you. Yeah, so what do you, so what do you guys you propose losers. that we do? What, what's the next step forward? All right, well, perhaps we could revisit one of the places that was severely damaged before. It scuttles a little bit towards you. It leaves its spot on the wall and climbs down a little bit to oh. try to get close enough to jab you. I'm going to punch you. Come here. Okay. Well, we should probably get out well, of danger. I mean, we've been talking for about five minutes with it in our sight, and it's only scuttled maybe like three or four steps. I, I think we have plenty of time. All right. You get a good whack on it. You try to ignore the painful fact that it's metal and your flesh. Uh, it hurts you more than it hurts it. But one of its mechanical legs goes flying off. Ah! Whoa. Shane. It's a, it's a long, thick rod, and it's sparking a little bit at the end, kind of like a cattle prod. Uh, unfortunately, the rest of the nanobot just sort of goes, and scuttles back up and firmly attaches itself to the wall of the lung what again. Mean, I'm going home. Uh, do, we, do we need to fix the gallbladder, by the way, or is that something that... Oh, you will definitely need to fix the gallbladder. Okay. Because that's not, yeah, that's not an infection. That's just a hole. I'm wondering if this, if this can cauterize the, the hole. This cattle prod thing. It doesn't like. look like it's got a sort of burning effect like that. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Here's also, another thinking out loud question. Could it perhaps free a barrier where lymph, uh, in the lymph node? Cattle prod, electricity, electricity and metal. Probably isn't going to destroy it. If anything, that's probably going to hurt the white blood cells yeah, more. Yeah, that does sound hurtful. Okay. Well, at least we have a cattle prod now. Oh, the spinal cord. <laughs> that one needed a kick, didn't it? Let's grab this cattle prod thing. <laughs> okay. So you got it, Cameron? Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's head over Ow. to the spinal cord. <laughs> that. Oh, God. Okay. Don't grab it by that end. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. We're good. Dude, don't point it at me. 
Here, touch it. Shane, no. touch it. Touch it. Okay, okay. Put it on my tongue. <laughs> okay. Oh. That was right, awesome. Let's, let's go ahead and head over to the spinal cord then. All right, you are back at the spinal cord. So remembering what that looked like, there were little gaps that you could reach it, one on the left, one on the right. All right. So what would you like to do? Uh, well, I guess, you know, Cameron, you're it? holding it. Do you want me to zap it? Probably stick, well, through the little hole, one of the holes. Okay. Which side would you like to zap? The left or the right? Um, what do you guys think? Well, uh, well, we were talking, Are you? do you mean stage left? Right, stage left or uh, my we're left. All, we're always talking stage left. Okay, okay. Okay, so go with stage left. Okay, stage left. All right, so you. Mm-hmm. So the Your right stage lungs left. were what were damaged, and the left kidney. Yeah, let's just say everything's damaged. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, th- just the ones we visited. But um, mm-hmm. the nanobot was in the the right lung. So you're saying I should do it on the right? Then I mean, I... you can always try both one after the other. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm I... inside a body. Lots of stuff happened today that I wasn't expecting. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Just... Let's 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 start with the left. Okay. All right. You prod at the left, and you swear you see a shockwave burst from the point that you touch. You swear you see it shoot upwards, up the spine, and out of sight. Almost at the exact same time, your phone flashes to life. The diagram of Dr. Sevilla's body has disappeared, and words are now showing up on screen. You must have sent some kind of electrical signal up to the doctor's brain, which has reacted to your synced phone. Only the words on it look a little bit scrambled, like a message isn't quite coming through. Oh, it's What you see... Is these letters? Ooh, what are you reading? No oh, SIM it said, card. It said the words "Don't forget to smile," but then some twisted person crossed out the word "forget," and it just said "Don't smile." That, okay. Don't to smile. I I should clarify because Cameron, you you your phone without the SIM card is in your pocket. You're just looking at a note that you wrote. Oh, okay. Never mind. Again, the phones that are synced. What you see is this. Okay. M Z E R O V E. And then on the next line, L O N E M B. And then underneath, there are some symbols. They look a little bit like Morse code, but who'd expect you to know Morse code? Must be something else. And. On the left, you see three dashes, and on the right, you see three dots and a dash. Hmm. Okay. All right, so the first line, if if I remember correctly, is M-Z-E-R-O-V-E. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Isn't that a Russian name, Imzarov? Maybe yeah, that's a Putin's uh like. It's the name of the person right? who made the nanobot. Imzirov, Imzirov Lonemb. So it probably is definitely a Russian. Well, I would Imzirov. say remove, but then there's an M in there still. If we were to mix these letters around. Um. You've got. Oh wait, no. Sorry, there's a Z. <clears throat> You've it got is a... not an anagram. It's not an anagram. Good to know. All right. So, 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 uh, Sh- Shane, what are you thinking here? 
Well, it, I, I noticed that it looks kind of like microwave, but that's where I'm at right now. So I'm still thinking because I don't think it's I don't think that's right. Yeah, I think we're missing an I, a C, um, a W. We're missing about half the letters to make that work. Yeah, we do have a V, though, and an M. That is and an true, e, yeah. And an O, so pretty close. But, hmm. but it, okay. So it's not an anagram, and backwards we know it's bumil um evorezma. So, Dr. London, you use your medical science yeah. knowledge to figure this out. Hmm. And so this next, the and the end part is also important. So we have on the left, dash, dash, dash. And on the right, uh, dot, dot. Dot, 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 dash. Yeah, dash. Dot, 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 dash, yeah. Okay. So, hmm. Maybe that's how many zaps we give to a given side. That there's That's just one idea I'm having here. Like a, a firm mm. one prod for a dot and then hold it down for a dash so you're saying on the left side we do three long zaps yes and then on the right side we do three short zaps and a long zap or two short yeah. zaps and a long zap well, i don't remember because you know on a computer if you're like trying to say stop a program or restart something sometimes you have to hold down a bunch of keys in a certain way maybe this is kind of like that you just have to get the right amount of things in the right way all right try it Okay, here yeah, we go, here we it. go. Okay, shoving it into the left side first. Okay, that's three. Mm-hmm. Okay, how are we looking? Cool. Nothing extraordinary has happened yet. The body is doing kind of a shake. Yeah, it didn't do anything. Okay. All right, we'll try the other side. And didn't follow do anything the code. yet, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, you finish that off, and you feel Dr. Sevilla's body moving. It feels like somehow doing this you've gotten more control but you can't quite tell what specifically you're controlling in this part of the spine yet so you hmm. look at that phone message and try to see if the words at the top give you some indication of what you are messing with right now okay wow. let's see so, so you, presumably you have this full is... control over a part of her body right now but you okay. don't know what part hmm all right so let's think through what could it be Mzirov. Does okay. that sound Zero. like something? Rousey. And this is, I assume, the Queen's English that we're using. Hmm. As opposed to the Tsar's English? <laughs> right. A.K.A. Russian. Um, let's see. Saying that was a good thought. Again, speaking your thoughts, never wrong. It can help. Oh, well, in that case, so I ordered a witch witch sandwich earlier, but I got I got the size too large, so I have half a sandwich waiting for me. Does that, okay, so does that help? So do that, oh, do I that don't know. step. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm playing with this code still. Hmm. Well, the problem is I already wrote well, it in one particular order. That's do the letters do the letters uh in uh are they connected to the sequence at the bottom of the dashes and the dots in terms of uh, like I there's think... three dashes so is it like the first three letters of each line or something along no. those lines? okay 
ironically, thinking about a sandwich, like a ribwich, could possibly help. I have no idea what he's talking oh, about. I, I, th- okay. I think I, might, I know what he's getting at. I have What? I know what I'm getting at. I like it. What is it, Shane? What is it? Well, I'm trying to figure out maybe do we need to move some of the letters from the bottom in between the other lever- letters in the top line or vice you will versa. You not need to do that. Okay. Good thinking, was, but you won't there need goes to. This, well, you know, I was thinking letter sandwich. Hmm. Just oh, really got sandwiches. Oh, I get it got now. See, it is, a good, it is good advice. Yeah, right. What defines it? What, what, how do you make a sandwich? Oh, got to get some uh, bread, turkey, cheese, Swiss. I mean, uh, mustard, pickles, lettuce, salt and pepper. <sighs> Pop Tomatoes. it in the microwave. See? You get something. It's obvious now, right? You get well, something. Tomatoes only keep for so long. Put it between two other things. You put it between some bread. Loaves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's so not is, that helpful. Toast. Toast. What is the bread helpful. and turkey, tomato, salt, and pepper of this puzzle? Man. So it would have to be E-Rav the first, and, the first and last letter. Melb. Melbourne, Australia. You're on the right track looking in there, but Erov doesn't really mean anything. No, so zero it, means something. It does something. say zero in the center. Mm-hmm. It does. So we control zero. Okay. Okay. And the f- the next zero one, so we've got more. We've got binary code happening in here. You do not need to know binary. Okay. Thank God. That's good. Even though I already know it, we have zero one or o one, or you could maybe say ten. So if they have one, to go two. p, that's number one. What are we controlling, Doctor London? Zero one. What does that mean? Yeah. So not one. The other stuff around it, uh, the other letters around them are still important. Okay, okay. All right, the remaining letters besides zero and one are M. Move limb. You can move their arm oh, or yeah. their leg. Yeah, that's it. So, right, so A we can use this. does indeed look like an O. Yeah, it's yeah. late speak. So, so, we can, so we can move her limbs now. Yeah. With this and, device. Oh, after all of this time trying to solve this puzzle, that scrambled message has sort of finished unscrambling, and there's an image appearing. Because what's happening is your phone's image must be connecting remotely to a camera on the ceiling in the operating room. Okay. Because you can see the operating table and everything around it. And as you go back and you do another jab onto the spinal cord, you can control you can see that you're controlling Dr. Severe's right arm. The one closest to the bench of medical equipment. Okay. Okay, so Dr. Linda, make her slap her face. Yeah, that's going to happen here. From oh, yeah, you th- totally do that. It's a, it's a beautiful slap. Okay. Ooh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Hold on. Um, oh. Your phone starts beeping. There's an alarm going off. You see that it's swapped back to the diagram of inside Dr. Sevilla's body. There's a huge red circle on her heart. The words cardiac arrest are written on the screen. You. you oh, no, what have you done? My experience. Uh, can what we do? Uh, well, I we slapped her. That's true. Maybe maybe we can uh, make you know move her her limbs to go get the defibrillators and then you know Shock maybe that's up. a bad idea. Yeah, maybe that's a bad idea. Yeah, do that. No, 
No, there is definitely a mini defibrillator sitting right next to her. So, so that's a good idea. You can do that. And okay. you, you, you make her grab it and you press it onto her heart. Um, luckily, mobile defibrillators are basically self-functioning. So you're able to make this work. You feel the first jolt shoot through her and then a second. And then suddenly everything seems to be going okay again. The alarm has stopped. And ooh, that's interesting. Everything looks a little bit more stable. And in fact, the symbol on your phone that was on the large intestine isn't giving you a bad message anymore. Oh, oh good. It says SIM card not found. Uh, well, I guess, I guess we could go into the intestine. Might as well. Do we need to do that? Yeah, Is so it seems that fixing the heart must have jump-started a few other things as well because this intestinal blockage is slowly shifting and it's being pushed down. The only problem is, now that it's going, it's revealing something even more sinister. Sitting on the floor of the intestinal passage is a small, dark mass. And you have no doubt whatsoever that this is a cluster of cancerous tumor cells. Maybe it's benign, but it certainly doesn't look good, especially here. Cancer cells replicate extraordinarily quickly, and this one could effectively turn into a wall that blocks the intestine permanently. You can already see a couple of these cells are growing bigger, as if they're ready to divide themselves and keep spreading. Okay, this oh. sounds like a very complicated patient. We are getting paid here. Uh, no, no, no. It's a volunteer thing. Cause, cause we. Yeah, yeah. Volunteer only. I came in well, for the nanobot situation, and now there's cancer. Let me talk to the cancer cells real quick. Is that okay? They don't. Okay. They don't understand. Okay. <clears throat> hey, so you're a you're a cancer. I'm a I'm a Sagittarius. Hey, you think I haven't heard that one before? Oh, we talk. Get out of here. In like a vague gangster accent, like a twenties gangster. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, sense. Is that all I cancer mean... sounds like? No, oh, well, oh, cancer sounds mean. I didn't want to generalize. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Okay. All right, Dr. London, what are we doing? Cells, one of the cancer cells detaches from the clump to come eye to eye with you. <sighs> not a good pet. It's, still, it's not a good it's pet. It's still sort of growing. He ain't no chonker. Okay. Well, uh, maybe let's back away from it real quick. Um, so those, the lymph node was filled with white blood cells, which really are good at you know fighting off cancer potentially. And... Maybe the situation has changed up there since, you know, our shakeups. If you go back in, you'll see that that metal cage is still very much intact. Gonna okay. Okay. Well, that, okay. Something okay. very specific to get rid of that thing. So, what are what are the tasks that you still need to? What What do you still need to well, do? Gallbladder still open. Yeah, there's still a hole in the wall of that. Yeah. That's oh, so let's everyone. plug the hole with these cancer cells, right? They do grow quickly enough that they could form a wall. Yep, no, I no. think it's great. I think it's it's a temporary solution, but it's yeah. practical. It sounds, All right, let's do it. Yeah, Cameron, you can right. take the lead. I don't like to play with cancer like that. All right, so we're we're I've I've caught, Yeah, I've caught the cancer you, cells. You uh, swipe at that cancer. Hey, where we going? Where we going? Yeah, in like a net, like a dog catcher's net. Oh, you're mm-hmm. okay. It's gonna say your we, bucket. You take off your suit and you trap it in there. Yeah, and then we lob it into the gallbladder hole. Whole bladder, if you will. You toss down your clump of gross black cells. They're still replicating and expanding rapidly. Pretty soon, they've completely covered the terrible hole that you made. The bile settles. 
It's no longer flooding the passage to the stomach. It's now just a regular old trickle. If you want to head to the stomach, your way is now clear. I don't know that it was a terrible hole. It just wasn't like the it wasn't ideal. It wasn't ideal. The timing and placement weren't good, but as a whole, I think you did a good job, Cameron. Thanks. Let's go to the stomach. The stomach? Stomach, yes. All right. Finally, you're able to get to the stomach. And, well, when you get there, everything looks normal. You aren't sure if the nanobot has even been here. There's no visible food lying around. Makes sense. Dr. Sevilla wouldn't have eaten right before surgery. And there are some small pools of gastric acid that's very easy to step around. Well, yeah, I guess we don't go swimming then. True. But yeah, the stomach overall, quite pleasant compared to some of the other places. Okay. Look at, so yeah, let's like take it. a beat here and let's relax since this is kind of the, everything else has kind of been a whole thing every time. And maybe mm. just relaxing mm. for a little bit. Yeah, you want to take a nap? Yeah. According uh, so, to your initial time estimate, you have about 10 minutes left. Whoa. So, so can we grab some of this stomach acid and burn up metal with it? Well, not, by, not with your hands. Is there any Something other way that you might be able to do that? Fill with acid to transport it. Uh, is there yeah, something? Do... do we do we have something to transport stomach acid? Hmm. It's a little bit out there, but you do have something vessel-like. Oh, we do have those blood cells. The they were shaped ones. like cups. They were. Whoa. But I wanted the so... meat off of those. Well, maybe that's okay. Hydrochloric acid just gives it a zing. Okay. Yeah, that's, it that's is just very true. Been a... there, been there, done that. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's just All a right. head start, basically, on digestion. All right, let's use our mm. let's use our our chalice shaped cells to scoop up some stomach acid. Is that what is Doctor London? Is that sound yes. right? Yes, that well, sounds right. Which one are you using? Which Chunk one of the dead. blood cells that I have? Well, I, use, I yeah. still have let's, bot. So yeah, let's use I guess bot. We're using. I guess we're going to use the two that I was going to bring home for meat. The acid sits in those cup cells looking totally inert. There's no bubbling, no fizzing, nothing. From here, well, it almost looks like water. You know better, though. Don't drink it. Okay, he doesn't know better. I'll hold it. Let me hold it. Mm, But I'm thirsty. (laughs) He he does not remember that kind of thing. If it looks good, he will drink it. Okay. Uh, You just already dealt with the whole bathroom issue. You don't want to go through that again. Yeah. Okay. So now we've got bot filled with uh, the stomach acid. Let's head over to the lymph node. All right. You take your cup of acid and you let it, you, you sort of throw it. It sort of floats in the direction of the barricade and the acid on metal makes it start fizzing and pretty soon pieces of it are being completely eroded away. And then the whole thing collapses. The white blood cells that were trapped inside come floating out. You you, you move aside, concerned that they'll see you as an invader. But actually, they go past you completely. They're floating on their merry way. They seem to be going somewhere deliberately. Yeah, bigger fish to fry. Mm. Yeah, they're not the fastest, so following them will be pretty easy. And eventually, you follow them to their destination but they weren't going to the lung where the nanobot was. They've gone to the kidney where that huge pool of infected blood has been sitting. So great. They're trying to get to work on that. Okay. Except this pool is enormous. It could take them hours to get this place disinfected. You, you need a way to get them elsewhere. 
Oh, is it an inf- infinity pool? Because those look bigger than they actually are. I don't know. I think they're as big as infinity. That's what I've heard. That's that's very true. He's got a point. That's, that is true. Yeah. That's the whole. That's the whole idea. Okay. Well, I guess they can't pile into our our bus, can they, or our van? They probably could, but this infection is really what's attracting their attention. So even then, wherever you took them, they'd probably try to make their way back. So if we so what 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 needs to be done? We need to figure out how to get the nanobot in here, probably. Hmm. Or some way to attract the white blood cells, an infection to elsewhere the towards the nanobot. Oh, yes. that's a good hmm. good point. So it's probably easier. They seem slightly more cooperative than the nanobot. Okay, mm. so maybe we'll go to the lung with a nanobot and try to stir up something. Hmm. Okay. All right, what's your plan? Well, I was going to start another fight, really. Oh, okay. All right. Put him up. Put him up. <laughs> Let's go with that. Okay, you start another fight with a nanobot, and this time I assume you're all going to get in on it this time. Three mm-hmm. on one, maybe you'll actually have a chance. That's right. All right. You do some punching, and it ends up kind of like one of those scenes from Family Guy where Peter fights the chicken. It goes on for ages, and you do a bit of destruction to everything that's around you. And eventually, yeah, some some bits of not-so-pleasant-looking blood start wafting out of lung bits. And it takes a long while. This is a long fight that you're doing here. But eventually, from the equivalent of a doorway to the lung, you see a little white blood cell poke its head through. And then another and another, and a couple of them must have detoured from the lymphocyte and have come towards you to help you out. And they see, they they, they see the nanobot. Um, you, this guy, get him! Yeah, you try to lure it up, and you stand back, and these white blood cells they leap onto the nanobot. It retracts all of its legs. It curls up into a defensive ball. But these white blood cells, they are savages. They encircle it. They engulf it. And then it's gone. Dissolved inside the white blood cells. Well, that's it then. The nanobot never made it to her brain. The research is safe. Well, all right, I suppose. Let's hop back in the vessel and leave. I, Satisfied I, with a job well done, you head back for the eye. When you get there, though, something seems off. Off scale, to be precise. The pupil doesn't look as accommodating as it did on your way in. And it hasn't gotten smaller. You have indeed gotten bigger, <gasps> your vessel included. It's just a bit bigger. It's not enough to put Dr. Severe at risk, but it is enough that you can't get out. But you have to leave via the pupil. It's the only way back to the chamber where you can regrow in stable conditions. If you return to normal size anywhere else, the sudden shift could kill you. Oh. As opposed to... Okay. So, and I guess, so if we all suck in a little bit, that doesn't help, correct? It doesn't. It doesn't help the bus. Mm, yeah. All right. First and foremost, bus. I pray to the powerful white blood cells for their favor. I do shall have a Amen. You, right. you need to stop sucking up to blood cells, dude. They're not gonna like you. Oh, white blood cells. Please grant what? me favor. Man, I don't even know why you're bothering with these ones. They've done their job. You've got red blood cells to raise. That's true. One. One good blood cell. 
Yeah, a little um, bot. And two delicious blood cells. So so we we can't go out the colon. No, it's not that kind. It, like if you do that, you'll just end up back in the main room. And if you resize in the main room rather than the special chamber, every, oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. everything will go bananas. Yeah, and I I can speak to this. I've seen patients like this where it's ju- it is not that kind of colon anyway. Uh, okay. So, so your only option is to make this pupil figure. Yeah. Um, well, can we resize her pupil specifically? Because if so, maybe we could control her limbs to do the resizing machine and focus it on her pupil and make it larger. Ooh, the resizing machine is more of like a special chamber. So it, gotcha. You, you can't, you can't while point it. you do have some degree of control over things outside that she can reach within her arm distance and you've got spine control, you probably can't make her body flop all the way into the machine. But here's an idea. So pupils react to light. So. Oh, there is that big light over, over her. The Kim Kardashian mirror light. Yeah. yeah that so, could come in handy. Well, you see, if uh, it's sort of a survival instinct thing. Anyway, so yeah, if we manipulate the light in the room, then possibly that could cause the pupil to dilate. Or maybe we could make her use the defi- defibrillators again. Um you know, on her maybe, eye. Yeah, on her eye. <laughs> just sort of shoot you out. Yeah. So can we just throw the light around? You can control her arm. You go back to the spinal cord. You give her a quick zap, and actually, you notice that her left arm not too far from the light switch. Wow. Okay. So let's yeah, go ahead. And you can flip that. Wait, bad boy. stage left. You flick it to the off position, and although you can't see it. You sense the room plunging into darkness and Dr. Sevilla's body subtly reacting to the change. All right. So you head back to the eye and with the light switched off, Dr. Sevilla's pupil indeed has expanded to several times the size it was before. Even as your vessel is steadily growing, you pass through it easily and you make your way back through the tube to the size-changing chamber area. At last, you can return to your normal size safely. And the blood cells are going to come for the journey. I hope they like being big. Once you've done so, and once Dr. Sevilla has returned to consciousness, she wearily walks over to you. It's done. Yeah, take a seat. No need to... Yeah, aren't you tired? About. You're fine. I've just been asleep. Where, where have you been? Also, you have cancer. Oh. Um, oh, it's well, cool, I was though. Just a, I was just about to celebrate uh, about having no more compromised information and being healthy again. Yeah, really? Oh, um. Okay, so, maybe, hey, maybe yeah. I will lie. Maybe I will lie down. So Shane, one That's of the things you learn with working with the podcast is that usually we try to uh, approach people with you know in a particular way so that we don't you know surprise them with information at the wrong time. Bedside manners. Is mm-hmm. Oh yeah, God forbid today. people had correct information. Yeah, so you do have gallbladder cancer. That one's okay. It's we can colon deal with that. cancer yeah. that um, we that we metastasized to the gallbladder. We could have probably found a different solution, but that was the most convenient. Well, be that as it may, destroying the nanobot was your goal, and you have completed it. You have completed this escape. Congratulations! Wow. At wow, least when did. you die, now your knowledge will die with you instead of being in that nanobot. Exactly, and isn't that what everybody wanted? Right. Uh, congratulations, guys. You did it. 
Thank you. Save you. Oh, that's that's enough. I could get that. You saved with country. an asterisk, the doctor. Yeah. yeah. If I could yeah. get that uh, paycheck, that would be... Yeah, the paycheck is... And also, you know, a ride back. I'd love a ride home. Can I oh, put I'm that sorry. bag we've on actually, my head again? We've actually been experimenting. All of those black vans that brought you here, they've now been shrunk and put into other people's bodies. Uh, okay, oh. so that's a, a whole... You just have to take a here. Uber. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you could just order an Uber. Like, I don't I don't think it's we're set on the vans. And it's it's a long trip back. The Uber might cost your entire paycheck for the mission. Right, that, that's, that is why I'm asking you guys to, to order the so Uber. So we are getting paid. I'm get... sorry. With this cancer diagnosis, I'm clearly going broke. So Okay, I pull out my gun and point it at Bill and Dan. No, remember the bot. The nanobot took your gun. Oh, right, right. Yeah, we already tried the solution. No, no, he meant gum. Actually, that's a good sign because the nanobot ate the gun and the white blood cells ate the nanobot. <laughs> so now there's a white blood cell in the body somewhere with a gun. Wow, a super white Dang. blood cell. And that's how you get rid of cancer. So there she'll be fine. That sounds great. So This is this what the doctors have been hiding from us all along. This podcast is about real medical advice, right? Because that is true. Yeah, well, you know, we try to educate on a few things. In any case, I'm glad that we were able to help you with this problem. Uh, I guess to help Dr. Severe specifically. Um, in any case, I, th- I think this is a good time to maybe wrap it up since we have to figure out how to get home and... Uh, mentioning Uber, I'm also thinking of Uber Eats. I'm pretty hungry. Um, okay, so... I mean, that red blood cell is pretty big now. Okay, and by the way, those aren't sponsors of ours, but we would love them as sponsors. Okay, uh, so thank you to uh, Escape This Podcast. Thank you to both of you. Uh, I, and thank you for having us. I hope you had fun, and I hope that everybody learned a little something about how the body works. Yes. Our very factually correct in uh, human body room. There are some real facts in there. That's true. I didn't lie about the function of anything. And blood cells are good for their meat. Mm. Well, I haven't mm. tried it yet, but I assume so. I mean, look at them. Is there any um, any way for listeners to follow you and find you elsewhere? Uh, yeah, so people who, in, uh, if you want to hear more of this, uh, you can find all of us, uh, all, of our, all of our episodes at escapethispodcast.com or you can just search for Escape This Podcast in pretty much any podcasting app that you might have. Uh, in fact, you could go back to the original time we ran this room for some other guests. There are some differences, so you might enjoy hearing it again and feeling smug about knowing some of the solutions already. Uh, that's back in Season 1, Episode 14, I believe. Uh, total escape from the heart. Uh, but other than that, you can find us on Twitter. We're at Esk This Podcast. We're on Instagram as Escape This Podcast on Facebook. Uh, and we'd love to see you. And if you do come and check out the show, uh, let us know that you came from Jock Doc's podcast so we can send them a congratulatory muffin basket. Yes, we would appreciate that. All right. And uh, Shane Flag, did you have any, um, any way listeners to follow you? Uh, you know, just, just a. Uh... Keep a lookout on the old Facebook. Uh, I I find my, uh, you know, that's kind of where I, that's my creative outlet. You know, I I like to educate people on, um, you'll see me on NASA climate change, things like that. Okay. And Shane, can we get just like a goodbye jingle? Just like a little tune, little melody real quick. All right. This is going to be ad lib. Goodbye. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone, it's been a great time. Goodbye.
Bye. Perfect. Okay, Dr. London, you continue. Okay. All right, so thank you to uh, Escape This Podcast for being on. Thank you to Shane Flegg for working and learning under uh, under Cameron here, producer Cameron. Uh, thank you to producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. I'm going to get you. Fight me, you losers. Fight me, you losers. Come on, come on, hey, I got you, see? Put him up, put him up. Punch, 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 punch. Fight me, you losers. My name is Dr. LondonSmith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. This is one DJ you don't want to. All right, thank you. The goose quivered. You stare, and the goose stares back. Gaze is locked in a contest of wills. One of you will surely be cooked tonight, but which one? The goose's mouth waters as it eyes your flank, and you realize that it's now or never. You make a grab for the knife, but the goose is unfortunately far quicker. Looks like you will be dinner after all. And speaking of what else is after all... After all of that podcast, it's finally time to tell your nosy coworkers about the Jock Doc podcast. Either send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review in which you describe your fight to the death and meal with a goose. You can also tell us about it on social media, at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening.